ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Never FDIC. It is Tuesday, April 28th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the Miller Lite phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. Miller Lite holds true great taste only, and I mean this, only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. Coming up today on the program, I'll speak with Ryan B., you know Ryan? You remember Ryan? He's currently with the Washington Redskins. I'm going to speak to him about his time with the Redskins. Also, what's his current situation look like with the COVID-19 pandemic? So he's going to be our main guest on the program this afternoon. And of course, as I mentioned, I'll get your phone calls in. Also, social media. You can find me on Twitter, at Paul Swan. Also, you can find me on Facebook. We have a show page for you. It's The Drive with Paul Swan. I would appreciate that if you would visit that, like it. And then we'll post a whole bunch of fun stuff there for you. So what are we going to get into today? Well, I think you know where we're going. It's the same thing we talk about every day, COVID-19 and sports. Lots of plans out there. We might see baseball coming back sooner than later. There's a talk that maybe it can happen with a few states easing regulations. Now, a lot of states are still not going to allow sporting events with fans. Let's just go ahead and say that right now. We're not going to see anytime soon arenas or stadiums with fans. And that might carry over into the fall. We could be opening up and easing up some restrictions. We could be doing a lot of things. But when it comes to large gatherings, not right away. I don't think that's going to happen. There's a possibility we could see sporting events staged. Again, travel, second wave. Lots of things are going to have to I guess hit right before you can even go down that road. But of course, there are plans that are being put together right now. The NHL is looking at plans. We've talked about the centralized hubs. We could have the Stanley Cup playoffs. I would love the Stanley Cup playoffs right about now. I will take the NBA because I'm starting to love the NBA again. Maybe I'm loving the NBA from the 90s because I've been watching The Last Dance. That Second episode was great. The first episode was great. And then we get episodes three and four. It just seems to get better and better. It's building. The fact that Michael Jordan had to go to Vegas to go retrieve. And I mean retrieve the worm. Go get him out of Carmen Electra's bet. You got to be a brave man to pull a man away from Carmen Electra. And did you see her on the documentary? She still looks amazing. And that's a side note. That's just an aside to this whole thing. you got to be a brave soul to go and knock on a, a door and say, all right, I'm pulling you out of Carmen Electra's arms. you got to come back to work. You're a brave soul. But Jordan did it. And I'm starting to remember, yeah, I loved the NBA in the 90s. Loved the NBA in the 80s. I'm a Lakers fan. But I love the NBA. And it feels different now to me, and I'm seeing why. They wouldn't be able to get away with half of what they did back then. When you played the Detroit Pistons, you basically had to go check yourself into the hospital afterwards. You had to get a clean bill of health to come back out there. So a lot going on. I'd like to see the NBA come back, but the NHL, if the NHL's moving forward, you know the NBA, they're going to eventually be able to move forward. 
They're pulling back a little bit right now on going back to practice facilities. Just a few more days at least. Try to figure out what they're going to be able to do. NBA without fans in the arena? Okay, I'm good with that. I'll deal. You can pipe in music. I'm good. NHL? It's going to be weird to watch that without fans, but at the same time, I'm good. I can do it. I can get away with it. Let's go. Let's do it. Baseball? Going to be a little different situation, but I'm be honest with you. We've seen baseball games without fans before. It's not the first time. You go to minor league ballparks across America, and there's a limited amount of people in some of the stands, and you go to college baseball across America, and there's a few people in the stands, and you don't care. You just want to watch the game. I mean, it can happen. There's a possibility of all of that. It's not unheard of. And one thing, speaking of baseball, I need to mention it briefly. We're really not going to get into it because I'm not going to get a comment outside of, yeah, we still have a season is the West Virginia power. There's plenty of talks that there's going to be teams that are going to be eliminated from minor league baseball. You're not going to see team team affiliations. You're going to see reshuffling. Everybody except the West Virginia Black Bears need to worry. The Black Bears, they're pretty much guaranteed. Every other organization, eh, maybe not so much, and that includes West Virginia power, but, of course, they're still working. Nothing's official just yet, and so you're not going to get much out of that story until there's something to really get out of it. At the same time, I could I could call him right now. I could call David Kahn and have him read the press release to me, and he would just then hang up on me. So if you know anything about me and the voice of the West Virginia Power, David Kahn, is that he would do it, but then he would just hang up on me just because that would be good radio. So I'm not going to put him through that today. But lots of things we got to get into, and uh, we'll talk about more of the scheduling concept. Of course, Judy McLeod speaking to The Athletic the other day. We talked about that. And then Grant Trailer from the Herald-Dispatch followed that up. He spoke with Mike Hamrick, Marshall's athletic director. Good stuff on the Herald-Dispatch, pretty much uh, talking a little bit more about what's possibly going to happen with Conference USA. I have got a request into the Conference USA offices for Judy McLeod. I don't know if we're going to be able to get her today, tomorrow, next week, next month. You have to understand, she's a very busy lady right now. So we'll hopefully get her in the near future and talk a little bit more about what the plans might look like, what they are looking at as far as contingency plans, anything she's willing to share. So hopefully we can have her on the program sometime in the near future just to talk a little bit more about this because this isn't just going to be, hey, Marshall wants to play. Okay, Marshall, you want to play football, play football. There's going to have to be so much coordination and so many things have got to fall into place to even get this going. And it looks right now that the NCAA Football Oversight Committee has suggested a six-week period before returning to play. That is according to sources to Stadium. And this, of course, is Brett McMurphy. When you, when, you, when you hear me say Stadium, I should just say Brett McMurphy. And so we'll talk more about that. But we want to turn our attention to the man himself, Ryan B. He's coming back on the program. We're going to talk to him about his time with the Washington Redskins, past, present, and future. That's all when we continue with today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. 
is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 7000. That's promo code 7000 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Prepare to make your Taco Bell cravings come true with tantalizing acts like a trio of double-stacked tacos available in three bold flavors. Nacho Crunch, Reaper Ranch, and Chipotle Cheddar, all for just $1 each. Dazzle your senses while you can with the $1 double-stacked tacos only on Taco Bell's Cravings Value Menu, where value never ceases to amaze. At participating U.S. locations for a limited time, prices may vary, tax extra. Our Kindred Communications family of stations reminds you of the need for blood donations to the Red Cross. Blood is always needed. It may save your life or the life of a loved one. This reminder is brought to you in part by... Atlas Metal Recycling, just west of Camden Park. Recycle for cash at Atlas Metal Recycling. Tri-State Regional Cancer Center, located at 70623rd Street, Ashland, serving King's Daughters Medical Center. Home National Bank. Visit Home National Bank online. Member FDIC. Like all of us, small businesses are being affected and impacted by these uncertain times. But we will get through this together. When you can, please try to support your local restaurants, bars, or any other establishments that are still open for carryout or delivery. The following businesses continue to serve their communities and customers by remaining open, and they need your support. Cam's Ham, located at 809 1st Street in Huntington. Phone number 304-522-7012. Or see them online at thecamsham.com. Oh no. What's wrong? Our bank just sold our mortgage to a company I've never even heard of before. I didn't understand that was something that could happen. This is an out-of-state company. Well, this isn't a decision we would have made. Looks like our bank made it for us. At Huntington Federal, we never sell the mortgages of those who've entrusted us with something as important as the financing of their home. Now what do we do? I'm going to get online and apply for a new Huntington Federal mortgage today. Huntington Federal. Local then. Local now. Sick and tired of all the robocalls? Armstrong has some great news. Spam blocking is now included free with your Armstrong telephone service. This new enhancement to caller ID scans incoming calls and blocks the confirmed fraudulent ones before your phone even rings. Enjoy clear and reliable service with all your favorite calling features, plus unlimited long distance across the U.S. and Canada for one low price. Get only the calls that matter to you. That's telephone service from Armstrong. Life made easy. Last night, we put on an epic light show. Yeah, we did. The crowd loved us. We love the crowd. Wait, but there were only four people out there. Yeah, but did you see their four faces? All eight of their eyes lit up brighter than ours. <sighs> and we're fireflies. Yeah, we are. Hey, that one girl, she looked like she'd never seen glow in the dark like this before. And we invented glow in the dark. Yeah, we invented it. And we're going to be out here every night rocking out our light show at a forest near you. So come check us out. Check us out. And bring your kid all-ages show. Oh, but uh, don't bring any of those glass jars, because they make us kind of nervous. Yeah, and I'm super claustrophobic. Whether you're rocking their world or they're rocking yours, some memories never fade. Come alive with the forest. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a forest near you. And discover other cool things to do when you go, like fishing, biking, or even camping. Visit discovertheforest.org. See you later! Yes. Yeah, Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. 
Never miss a moment of The Drive with Paul Swan. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. He hasn't been gone long, so we miss him, but we haven't missed him like 15 years worth. All right, let's welcome to the program now one of the all-time greats at Marshall University. I know I'm putting that pressure on him early for the Hall of Fame. Currently with the Washington Redskins, Ryan B. joining us now on the program. How you doing, sir? It's been a while. Oh, yeah, it's been a while. It's uh, going good so far. Just, um, I mean, I had a good first year. You know, I learned a lot on the practice squad. Um, but for right now, it's kind of uh, kind of on hold, you know, with everything going on. I'm just trying to do what I can with as far as home workouts and stuff. How was the NFL draft for you watching it this year as a member of a franchise as compared to someone who's trying to hopefully find their way on a franchise? Uh, I mean, it was definitely uh, a different experience. You know, last year we were we were wait, um, waiting, you know, it was a long day of, of calling agents and getting calls from teams and stuff like that, very nerve-wracking. But this year, you know, it was, it was cool going through, seeing, you know, who, who the new teammates will be, along with, you know, I still got a bunch of buddies at Marshall um, just being watching for their name to come up, and it was pretty cool hearing from them, watching them get, get picked up. So it was uh, – um, it was a cool experience. Did you talk to any of those guys, maybe before or after, kind of give them some idea of what to expect? Uh, yeah, I talked to uh, you know Beardall, um, Levi Brown, uh, Channing Ames. Just told them, uh, you know, even if it doesn't happen, if the name's not called during the draft, um, obviously I know from experience it's uh, it's not over there. It's just um, you know keep keep the faith and uh, just kind of wait for something to happen. I know the NFL is the ultimate goal, but there are some definitely outlets for them if they need to work their way back. Of course, Canadian Football League still on hold as well. The XFL was going to be an opportunity for a lot of players, and we might not see that come back. But what do you tell these guys now at this point? Because teams are announcing their signings, and it's still not over because you got to get guys in, you got to get rosters put together, you got to see what you have, and really these rosters are not final even at this point because there's a lot of maneuvering going on, and you know that from experience. You know, one day you're on the practice squad, the next day you're in the regular rotation, back to the practice squad, back to the regular rotation. It it, it never stops. Yeah, it's uh, that's a, that's one of the things I didn't expect um, really when I first going in, you know, just the, the constant change going on. It's uh, – um, kind of never-ending really you know uh like you said nothing's ever certain um i mean once you get there i mean you could could be out of a job the next day so that's i guess that's what i tell these guys you know that that call could come at any day so you gotta stay prepared at all times now with the guys that are on teams now you look at a guy like justin rohrwasser and first specialist taken in the draft and He's excited, and then he gets to meet the NFL media uh, from all angles. Um, you know, how do you prepare these guys for that? Because um, once you get to the NFL, the media is a little different; they're a little relentless. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, there's definitely. Yeah, I mean, even in college, there's you have a 
the media spotlight on you, and even more so in the NFL. Unfortunately, I had to find that out right off the bat. Um, but you know, I guess what I would tell him is just you know, I mean, they're gonna say they're gonna say what they want either way. So uh, I just say ignore that. I mean, anybody that's ever met Justin knows that he's he's an extraordinary guy. You know, he's a hard worker, um, great person all around. Um, and the media doesn't know that. Like I said, they're going to say what they want. They want to, they're going to make their own story. Um, but just, you know, ignore it and just be who you are. Joining us on the program, one of our favorite players from his time at Marshall University is Ryan B. with the Washington Redskins now. So what kind of direction, if any, are you getting about when the league might start up, when you might actually be able to work out with your team and start competing for a job again and everything that goes into getting ready for a football season. Are you getting any solid direction right now, or is it still just a holding pattern? It's, um, I mean, it's still, they just sent out uh, kind of an ideal schedule. Um, uh, You know, last week we started our, our virtual meetings, and that has us going through the end of May, and then there Sounds like they're hoping continue will start like the um, the mini camps and the OTAs and stuff. But I mean that's just that's just a uh, kind of a hopeful deal. It's nothing really set set in stone or I don't even think anybody has an actual idea of when when we're going to get to start. Um, like I said earlier, I'm just uh, obviously doing the virtual meetings and uh, studying the new playbook and uh, kind of keeping my per- self prepared as, as much as I can for when that when it does start. What does that mean for you, keeping prepared? How much physical activity are you able to do to stay in that NFL shape that you'd like to be in? I mean, you can go walk the dog, you can go run anytime, but really at your position it's a little more high intensity. Yeah, it's that's definitely a struggle. You know? I mean obviously there's no weight rooms or anything open. And uh, I've just been – actually, I've been doing a lot of – you know, I have an old uh, tractor tire at home. Flip that a bunch and just kind of working with what I can, um, doing a lot of running. And then uh, as far as the mental side, just kind of um, – I mean, studying the playbook as much as I can because with the new playbook, um, I mean, you got to learn the whole thing. So uh, I want to be – I just want to know that thing like the back of my hand when we actually get there. That way I just go hit the ground running basically. Has that been a blessing for you? You've got a new head coach. You have a new playbook, so you don't. It doesn't feel like you have a lot of free time on your hands. You're focused on getting everything right. It'd be one thing if you knew the playbook and you can, of course, just refresh and keep yourself on top of it. But yeah, you're going to school again. You're learning a new playbook. It's it's right back to the square one like it was last year. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, um. I mean, it's good and bad, you know. The, the last playbook, I had, uh, I finally found, yeah, knew it, knew it pretty well. Um, and then we get a whole new coaching staff, which I mean, that's it's good and you know, clean slate, um, fresh playbook. Which I was actually talking to Coach Price the other day about it um, with this new defense, more of like we ran at Marshall. So um, you know, same kind of same terminology, stuff like that. So I, I feel like I'll be able to learn this one a little bit easier um, just because it's what I've, I did it for five years at Marshall. So it's, I'm kind of, you know, it's more in my wheelhouse. 
Ryan B. joining us on the program. What are your impressions of that coaching staff, Ron Rivera especially? Uh, what are your early thoughts? Ryan, still with us? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Uh, if uh, if you didn't hear me, I was asking what were your thoughts on Ron Rivera with that new coaching staff? And you know, of course, you're learning the playbook, but you got to learn coaches as well. Oh yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited for the new coaching staff. You know, we uh, like I said, we started a virtual meeting, so I finally got to meet the you know the defensive line coach, uh, the coordinator, and then Coach Rivera uh, sat in on a couple of our meetings. And uh, you know, they sounds like they got great intentions for the team and uh, a, a great plan to to get us back on the winning track. Doesn't hurt. You get the second overall pick. You pick up Chase Young. Uh, you see a guy added to the roster. Does that fire you up? Does that make you excited? Did you get to possibly play with him, or that you got to go compete against him for a job? You know, where are you feeling with that with that pick? Oh no, I'm excited about it. You know, um, anything we can get to help us to help us win, I'm all in for it. You know, and uh, uh, I'm sure once he gets in there, um, I'm excited to to work with him. And I mean, I'm. Sounds like we've dropped out again. Let's check and see if we got it. Ryan, can you hear us? So it sounded like you dropped out for a second. Sorry. Uh, no, no problem at all. Hey, it's live radio. We do this every day, every single day. Uh-huh. Um, so you're going to have to definitely compete as you always do with uh, with an NFL roster. Was that a different adjustment for you? Of course, you always have to compete for your spot. It, it just they don't hand it to you, and that's the beauty of football. You got to go out there and prove you deserve that every day. But with the NFL, it's sort of different. Uh, you know, on a college team, you're pretty much on the team for a few years. With an NFL team, as we've talked about, one day you're there, the next day you might not be. So uh, the challenge, that excites you, I'm sure, that I got to go out there and I can't just take anything off. I got to bring it every single day or I might not be here. Oh, absolutely, yeah. You uh, Like I said earlier, nothing's guaranteed. And uh you know, every every day you get a chance, you gotta you gotta go out there and earn your spot. And uh, you know, that's been it's always been my mentality, even at Marshall. They just um, nothing's ever definite. And uh, you, like I said, go go fight for it every single day. Now you're trying to stay in shape with the quarantine, but the playbook you've got that to study. You've got a lot of things, but are you finding any downtime? Any time to maybe just not focus on football during this quarantine? Are you are you trying to maybe? Find ways to keep yourself entertained. What's a what's a typical Ryan B day look like? Uh well, actually, uh, um, here towards the end of April, it's, it's uh, the spring turkey season. So I've been doing a lot of hunting. Uh, I'll do my hunting in the morning, and then we'll have our meetings in the right at noon, and then um, usually all afternoon I'll uh, I'll spend a couple hours in the playbook. Um, and then later in the evening, I'll I'll get my workout in. So, uh, um, I, yeah, I guess find some downtime in the morning when I'm out hunting. Joining us on the program, one of the all-time best at Marshall University, Ryan B., currently with the Washington Redskins, and the NFL draft is over now, getting ready for the upcoming season. And you've been following the news as much as all of us here. Um, we're all dying for sports right now, and the, the NFL's got a few months to try to figure this out. But how important would it be, you think, if we could figure this out to have sports and at the same time keep people safe 
because you might be playing in a, in a football stadium that maybe is half empty, maybe a quarter full, maybe no fans. I mean, everything's on the table right now. Yes, yeah, uh, I mean, I think I think it's important. You know, it's. Uh, I feel like this is probably the most watched draft maybe in history, just because everybody's dying to get back to watching their sports and stuff like that. Um, I'm really hoping that everything gets figured out and uh, we can at least have a season with it. Stadium or anything, either way, um, we're ready to have our sports. Ryan B. joining us on the program. Good talking to you again. Um, hopefully we can see you in a few months on the TV watching you play football or fans can maybe uh, take a road trip eventually to come up and see you in the Washington Redskins uniform again. Stay safe, man, during this, and um, looking forward to talking to you again real soon. All right, I appreciate you having me on. Quick timeout, we continue on with today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. It is the Tuesday edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in to this everyday journey that we're taking together. We'll get your phone calls in when we get back to some sort of normal, or we'll take your phone calls during the commercial breaks. That's one of the two options. And you can find me on social media. Twitter is at Paul Swan. Facebook, The Drive with Paul Swan. Appreciate you if you would go like Follow, share, do all that good stuff on social media. I need more reach on social media. I need to be popular with what the kids are doing. I'm not doing TikTok, though. That is not happening. I'm not doing TikTok. But all your other socials, I'll do all of that. So uh, we've been talking a little bit about what the schedule might look like if Conferences have to basically reevaluate. And you're seeing coalitions now, some sort of unofficial coalitions between regions and conferences. What do I mean by that? Well, one such entity that is trying to figure out how they're going to do scheduling is the Atlantic 10 Conference. And now, of course, this is going to be more basketball than anything else. And this is a really big deal. Because they're working through a full series of contingencies for the fall season. Because, let's be honest, I don't think it's going to be business as usual. If it is business as usual, we're going to be all a lot better for it, hopefully, if we can get to business as usual. If not, well, I I don't know what that looks in between what we're dealing with now and what normal looks like or whatever the current normal looks like. But... They're trying to figure out what fall sports will look like as far as the schedule is concerned. You're going to see the Olympic sports, non-revenue Olympic, whatever you want to call them. You're going to see the conferences that are in the same, well, like conferences. I think that's the best way to describe it. You're going to see like conferences really looking at how can we work together as sports entities. How how do you work together? And that means you're looking at your geography because we've gone over this. The geography is not friendly in Conference USA. And now 
I don't think Conference USA, I don't think the memberships want to pull apart. I, I don't think the membership really wants to just say, okay, you know what? We're going to split in half. You Texas schools, you guys are good over there. We'll stay over here in the East. I think some of you would like that, though. If you were a fan of Conference USA, you're a fan of your school and maybe the, the teams in its region. You're not a fan of traveling clear across the country to see this. And I think other conferences are realizing this as well. Okay, we need to take more of a regional approach. This might be short-term, this might be long-term, but you need to figure out what makes sense when it comes to playing a schedule. If you've got the budget, sure, fling that team across the country. Go right ahead. But I don't think you're going to see at least in the short term and possibly the long term, the way it used to be with the schedule. Now, if you're football, football is everything. And I can't imagine, I can't imagine football being restricted as much as, say, basketball or tennis or softball. You're going to look at a softball schedule and go, okay, why are we flying you here? What's the value of flying you here as compared to bussing you over there for this opponent? What's the value? Where are we getting out of it? I mean, those are the meetings you're going to have to have. So what's the value here? If you play this school, what's the value? Sure, they need a game. You need a game. Get a return game. That's fine. And I think it's going to be very difficult to justify a lot of the travel. You're not going to see schools maybe going far past their geographic footprint, whatever that's going to look like. And what's the limit of that? I mean, can Marshall go to Florida? Can Marshall send the Olympic teams to Florida? Non-conference. I mean, conference you're going to FIU, FAU. But non-conference, I mean, what's what's the limit going to be? You know, where do you where do you draw the line? Soccer. Where does soccer go? Where does soccer draw the line? Where does Tennis go. I mean, does tennis get the opportunity to travel a little better than um, some of the other programs, or are they going to have to rein it in? I mean, are you going to see a lot of just regional matchups? I mean, you might be going to Virginia Tech. You might be going to Virginia. You drive there. You might be going to Kentucky. You might be going to Ohio State. You might be taking some opera. You might see the MAC a lot. Who knows? And that's the challenge. And, of course, that's all going to be decided. It's not going to be figured out right away. But at the same time, you're looking at a situation where states are relaxing some of their restrictions. How long is that going to last? Are we going to have a relapse? Are we going to have a backslide? Are things going to open up? Are students going to be in school? I mean, and you listen to a lot of the presidents of universities. They're planning on, oh, yeah, we're going to have school this fall. They're planning on it. I don't know what that looks like, though, because it all can, it's all contingent on do you have mechanisms in place to keep as many people as possible healthy? And it's one thing when you have a disease or a virus like the flu. It's one thing that there's a mechanism, there's a defense mechanism. And that starts with getting a flu shot, by the way. That starts right there. Get your flu shot. And so that's where we're at right now. We're trying to figure out what are we going to do? 
at the same time, will sports in front of a controlled crowd, will sports in front of no crowd be what we do in the short term to get this going? Because, again, football and college athletics, football, for the most part, is where the money is generated to fund everything else. That is what we're told. That is the mechanism in place. That is the structure built. That is the reality. If I'm a donor, why am I donating to the university this year if it's going to be an empty football stadium? Why am I donating? Hey, why am I paying this much for a reduced schedule? Why am I spending this much on luxury boxes? Why am I spending this much for parking? Why am I spending this much for perks? Travel perks, every perk. Why am I spending this level when the inventory has been cut down? And television is not going to pay as much if the inventory is cut down. Everything's going to get prorated. Baseball players, if they play a reduced schedule, the inventory has been cut down. That means the revenue coming in has cut down. That means the players are going to be paid prorated rate. They'll they'll come together on this. Hockey. They're trying to figure it out. How do you do this, get it all in, and then ramp right back up for the Stanley Cup and then ramp right back up for the playoffs, ramp right back up for next season, ramp whatever it looks like. Same thing with the NBA. College has got a few weeks. Figure this out. NFL, I guarantee you, if they're playing in an empty stadium, they're going to play. It's going to be a televised event, but I guarantee you if there is a will – there is a way, and right now there is a will when it comes to the NFL. If they can figure this out, they'll play in empty stadiums. Again, the travel is going to be a big consideration here. How do you make all this happen? Can you play the NFL in an empty stadium? And I think the answer is yes. You can play in an empty stadium. You can do that. You can do it easily. It won't be fun, as much fun, but you can do it. It's happened. We've seen football games in empty stadiums. Trust me, they, they play them. They can do it. So that's going to be the question here. And, of course, with the Oversight Committee, the Oversight Committee has suggested a six-week period before returning to play. And they're going to have to get approval from the NCAA COVID-19 advisory panel. You can get that approval later this week. It's a... It's sort of a, here's what the plan looks like, the time frame. If the season is scheduled to start August 29th with seven games involving 12 FBS teams, meaning student athletes would need to report around July 20th to get the necessary six weeks in. If student-athletes are not able to return to campus by late July or early August, it's likely that the season would not begin on time as scheduled. So, can students return to campus by late July or early August? So, mark that down on your calendar. Here's what the line looks like. Here's... Here's the target. If students can return to campus, then they're going to set off a chain of events that will possibly allow college football. 
August 29th, seven games involving 12 FBS teams. August 29th, that's the, that's the real target. August 29th. More on the way. Paul Swan, that's me, your host. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Drive with Paul Swan. Marshall Athletic Director Mike Hamrick. He knows. Paul's the best. On ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to this Tuesday, April 28th edition. The Drive continues on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. So virtual seems to be one of the big buzzwords of 2020. You have social distancing and you have virtual because we're doing virtual meetings. We're using Zoom now. We're using other services. And the video streaming wars are beginning as far as Microsoft. And don't forget, they have streaming, they have Skype, Facebook, video. Everybody's trying to get in on this. It's the new frontier. And this is where North Texas is coming into the contest now. Because as we all know, coaches tours happen. They're meant to drum up support. They're meant to give fans, the passionate fans, opportunity to meet, greet, interact with players, coaches, find out inside information about what's happening with the athletic department and the program. You know, get that juicy stuff that you can get only by being at one of these fundraising events. Because after all, You've paid pretty good money to be a part of this or your donations and you, you're getting some entitlement. You're getting some juicy information here. And this is where you get fundraising opportunities that happen because you're getting stuff that maybe someone else doesn't get. And now uh, nobody's getting that. So North Texas is like, yeah, hey, don't worry about that. We got you covered. North Texas fans... They're going to be able to be a part of the coaches' caravan this year because they're going to do what they call a virtual format. They they cancel their annual tour of cities across the state. They also cancel their annual athletic director's dinner. That's, again, an opportunity for fundraising, all of this. And so universities are missing out on this. So here's what North Texas has come up with. They are going to do it with basically their computer. So sort of in the same vein, what Marshall did with the fountain ceremony, turning the fountain on North Texas, they're going to do their coach's caravan. Well, it's going to be virtual. I mean, you see that you see watch parties, you see all kinds of fan events that in the past have been online. And now it's taking off even further because we're at a situation now where these events are going on. And so North Texas, being smart, they decided, look, we can't be out with the fans. So what are we going to do? Well, we're going to do this thing virtually. And I think you're going to need to see more universities and more opportunities like this happen because if you're not out and about, you're not being seen, you're not being top of mind, you need to stay present. You can't just go into that shell. You can't bunker up and go, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be here. We'll see you when it, it's all over. You can't do that, you know. And North Texas basically saying, look, we can't come out. 
We can't come out and play, but you know what? We're going to video stream this. We're going to do our, our coach's caravan. It's going to be on the computer. I'm kind of interested to see how that plays out. I, I don't know if there's going to be like a donor component to this. It's going to be more like a fan fest. And that's the opportunities we're seeing here now. Schools trying to figure out what they do. And that's going to do it for this edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Yeah, I miss ball games. Wish we had a ball game to talk about right now. That's okay. Back tomorrow, we'll do it all over again. Don't forget, if you miss any part of the program, you can always go back and listen to it. That's right. Every single moment you can listen to on the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, wherever you get your podcast is where you're going to find The Drive with me, Paul Swan, here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Good night, everyone.